Shalom Abrahu Rabbi Dimasachas Gitzendaf Pei Test. Today is Daf discusses rumors. What sort of a rumor would we consider for Kedush and for Gerish and how are we mevatel a rumor or a call? We have some dinekulas and some stories of the call. We begin with a mission that tells us that if there is a rumor that's going around in the city saying that a certain woman is Mikudashas, she's Mikudashas. If the rumor is that she is Migurashas, then she is divorced, Migurashas. Unless there's some explanation why there's a rumor going around that she's engaged or divorced, then we won't take it seriously. What's what's an explanation? What's an amasla? Well, if uh, we if we could track down where it started from, and people are saying, "Oh, well, he divorced his wife on a tnai," so that tnai simply wasn't fulfilled, so there was no divorce. Or Gabekadushin, if he threw her the 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 thing to be mekadisher, and uh, the, threw her the ring, and it landed somewhere in between him and her, but it's a suffix. So again, that's the reason why people would start clamoring, saying that they're engaged, even if. It wasn't actually chal, therefore we're not going to take the, the rumor lahalacha. Now, when there's a call that she's divorced, the Gemara says we're gonna we're gonna answer her on her husband because of a rumor. Ravashi says that we do not listen to rumors once the woman gets remarried. The Gemara answers that really what we're saying is that if there's a rumor in the town that she's engaged, that she's mikudeshes, then we have to take that seriously. If there was a rumor that she was engaged, and then there's another rumor that she was in that she was divorced from that person she was engaged from, then we'll put the two of them together and say, "Oh, she was engaged and divorced, and therefore she's now allowed to marry anybody." But we manavsha, we're not answering answering her to her husband. When we have a kedushin and a divorce, it's like we have the call and the receipt, the shaver together. Next, Rava tells us. If there's a rumor going around that she was Mizana, that we're not choshish for. Why? Because people saw that she was acting bepritos, and when they see smoke, they assumed fire. So we already have the amasla, the explanation for the rumor. The truth is, this is a machlekes tanoim that says if we see a woman eating in the market or walking with a, 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 a pritos diga neck, or she's, there's another shot that she's eating off of other people, of, of another man's plate that, that's not her husband. So on, on different levels of pritos. Or if she's uh, nursing in the shuk, the mayor says in all these things that she has to divorce her husband. We have to assume, listen to those rumors, that assumption that she is being mezana. Rabbi Akiva says we have to wait until the women in the market who are threading by moonlight are schmoozing about it. Like the hairdressers, once they're it's reached the tabloids, then she would have to divorce. But Rabbi Yechon tells Rabbi Akiva, if we're going to be concerned every time people are gossiping that someone is Mazana, no one's going to be able to remain married. The Torah says, If you find that that woman was actually Mezana, but it has to be Alpi Shnayim Edemo, Alpi Shloisha Edemo Kamdav. You have to have real Edos. You have to have something with absolute clarity in order to make her divorce, leave her, destroy her marriage. So, so too, just because, Rabbi Yechonim says, just 
rumors in the hair salon doesn't demand that she divorces her husband. Now the Gemara gives us eight cases when we won't be choshesh for a rumor. If the rumor is against the chazaka, that she is single, and people are saying that, no, she's not a basula, she's a baula, would that would not choshesh for she has a chazaka of being a besula. If there's a rumor that she's married, not worried about that. If, we're, if the rumor is that she's an arusa, engaged, not worried about that. If we're worried that she's mekadesh to someone other than her husband, or someone other than the person that she's being mekadesh now, we're not worried about that. She has a chazaka that she wasn't mekadesh. If the rumor is that she was mekadesh to someone else in another town that day, we don't listen to that either. If we have a rumor that she's a mamzeres, we don't listen to that. If we have a rumor that she's a shivcha, we're not concerned with that. There's a rumor that someone was maktish all of his property or was mafgerit. We can't rely on that rumor to say that no one could get enough from it or that everyone could go take it if it's hefker. Next, Ula clarifies... That when our Mishnah says that when we hear that she was Mikudeshes, we have to be Choyshesh for that rumor. That's not just when we have like empty rumors, people chatting. When we see that there's a party going on, that there are candles lit in their house, and there are, there are beds set out for eating, and people are going in and out, and people are actually saying that she was engaged that day, that's when we have to take it seriously. The Gemara says, yeah, but who says that they actually went through with the, with the Kedushin? Maybe they just had the party. Sometimes it doesn't happen. No, because they, they were saying, oh, she was Miskadsha. In past tense. Levi also says this. That we don't listen to just stop rumors. It's only when there's a full-blown-out party. I uh, might think that the rumors that she's going to get engaged are wonderful, but she didn't actually, it, it didn't actually go through. It has to be that they were saying that she was Miskadsha already. Next, Rabbi Barbachano, Rabbi Yochanan says, you're telling me that if there's a whole party going on, that's when we are choyshesh, that she was miskadeshes. But that's only when they're saying that she was actually miskadeshes. Wait, but if she did, if people aren't actually saying anything, you, all you have is you know, the party going on, then we don't listen to the rumor? Just because they didn't say something, why should that ruin the chashash? The Gemara answers that he is, that this halacha of them saying that she was Niskadesh is Afka going against Rabba by Rav Huna. He says that you could use an explanation even 10 days later. The Kamash Malan, that you actually have to have them, you have to have this excuse ready immediately to explain why this rumor is going around. Otherwise, we have to be chayshish for it. Next, Rav Rav says that we don't listen to stam rumors. We track it down and say, well, hold on, where do you hear it from? And Bestin goes back and back and back and back until you get back to the original Adam who saw whatever the rumor was. The Gemara says, wait, if you know for sure, then that's straight up Eidos. That's not a rumor. So, so if Shmuel Bar Yehuda Amar Abba Omar, Omar Rav, Abba Omar Rav, Huna Omar Rav says that they tracked it all the way back to the original Edom who saw it, but those original Edom went overseas. So they tracked it as far as back as they can go 
without actual Eidos. Next, Abaye tells Rav Yosef, Can we be mevatel a call? If there's a rumor going around, can we say, can we invalidate it? So he says, well, we could be medayi from Rav Sheishas. He says, or rather Rav Chista. Rav Chista holds that you have to actually hear the rumors from Ksherim. Mashma, that if it was anything short of that, we'll be mevatel a call. So he says, no, hold on. We could be medayi from Rav Sheishas, the opposite, that Rav Sheishas holds that even if the woman are schmoozing about it, that is a call. You see that we cannot be mevatel a call. That it has a force of its own. So he answers that in Chanami, we have two separate dukim. It really depends on the place. In Surah, they would be Mavatalakol. In Arda, they wouldn't be Mavatalakol. It's totally on how often Koilers come out. If it's a thing that's always happening, we pay less attention to it and we can be Mavatalit. But if every now and then there's this huge scandal that requires more attention, we have to be Choshish for it. The Gemara brings a story of an individual who had a call that she had been. Miskadeshes to a certain Talmud Chacham and Rav Chama went to her father to investigate where did this call come from. So the father explained that the that her the suggested Chasson had in fact offered her kiddushin, but Al Tanai that he doesn't go to go to Chuzoi and he broke that tonight. He went to Chuzoi, so the kiddushin is null. But the rumor pervaded. Uh, prevailed prevailed and now everyone's saying that there was a kedushin so Rav Chama said if that's the source of the rumor since we only found out the Amasla after the rumor was abound we can't use it to uproot the call in the next case there was someone who had a call go out about her that she was miskadeshes using date seeds like a little bit of date stuck to it very, very, you know, almost priceless items near at the edge of the city of Beishifi. That was the rumor that she was Miskadeshes over there with this funny date pit. So Rav Bar Oven sent the Shaila Tabaye. And he said, even according to Amanda Omar, who holds that normally we are not Mevat Alakal, over here you can be. I, people will be Choshesh that you're being Mater, a woman who is Miskadeshes. No, but since the, the method of Kedushin was so strange, people will have a different assumption why this woman is allowed to remarry without a get from this person who they thought was Miskadeshes. They'll say that the Kedushin was done with something worth less than a Shava Pruta, and that's why she's allowed to remarry, not because there was no Kedushin at all, which is also true, but the rumor has its own natural solution. In another story, there was a call going out that a woman was miskadeshes to someone from a certain city. Well, they didn't know who in the city she was miskadeshes to. So Rava said, even according to the man Omar holds that you can't be mevatel call over here, you can. Again, because there's an intrinsic explanation. They'll say that the, the person, the boy who she was miskadeshes to was a katan. And that's why there was no kadushan. And that's why we're making believe there was no kadushan. So people aren't going to be worried that she was actually Miskadeshes. In another event, the call went out that this woman was Miskadeshes to a Katan, a 12-year-old who looked like a Godzal. So, uh, very mature. So Rav Mordechai tells Rav Ashi that this story actually happened to Misa. 
And they said just because he's, you know, an entrepreneur and he has, you know, beard, he still hasn't reached Palgus Reuven, a certain level of maturity in the heart, the Pasuk says, and the Shiras Devaira, the Palgus Reuven Gedoilim Chikre Lev. A cotton's a cotton. Now, when it comes to an amasla, an explanation for the rumor, for us to be able to be bevatalit, Rabba Barav Huna says that this amasla, this explanation, that can even come out 10 days after the rumor. Rebzvid is even more mechal. He says, even if you don't have an, exp- an explanation, but there's, a, a, there's room for people to come up with their own explanation. There's mokoim. That also counts as an amasla, and we don't have to be choshish for that rumor, for that call. So Pop asks Rezvid, I we learned that you have to, the Amishnah said, you have to have an actual amasla. amasla. And you're saying, you don't need an actual explanation for what for why this rumor started, as long as people can come up with their own. Ah, that's going to get the Mishnah. So Rezvid answers, that Amishnah means that, it doesn't mean an actual one, it means that there has to be Room for people to create their own imagined amaslo. Rav Kahana asks Rav Papa, "You're saying they need an actual explanation for the rumor? We have a mission that says that if a woman was miskadeshes, and then her husband comes from overseas, she could just go back to her first husband. Lachayra over there. That was because." We could assume there's a mokoim to imagine that the original, that, that the Kedushan that she did with the second man over here was al that her first husband doesn't come back. So we can imagine that tonight, that should be enough. What do you have against this whole b'mokoim? Why are you requiring actual explanations? The Kamara answers over there, no one's going to be concerned. That she was divorced from her first husband and now is miskadeshes and just going back to her divorced husband. The first husband just showed up, hopped off the boat screaming, I never divorced my wife. He's all over the place and everyone's going to know that he's that she is still married to the first husband and therefore this second condition was nothing. That's why she couldn't go back. Ooh, so the khayr, even if she had remarried, that should be enough if the husband is here screaming that she's still married to him. The Kabbalah answers that, yeah, you have a good point, but if she were to remarry, the Rabbonin stick a knas on her for doing that avera of remarrying, even if it was by mistake, doing that avera of remarrying while she was still married. But if she was just miskadeshes while still married, the Rabbonin don't put a knas on her for that. Now Rabbi Ashi comes in and he tells us a statement that any rumor that's going around that Bezdin cannot verify, they can't trace it and track it back down to explain it, where it's sourced from, that's not considered a call. Rabbi Ashi also says that any call that shows up after the woman remarries, we don't care about that. Once she's remarried, we ignore all previous rumors. And if Chaviva tells us, even after she only got engaged, we no longer listen to rumors to interfere with her current budding marriage. Next up, Yirmiya Bar Abba sent a shayla to Beirav, asking according to Shmuel. Rav's yeshiva is asking Shmuel, what would you hold? 
what happens if there's a rumor going about her first marriage and now someone else says, her a good kiddush, so he responded, she has to leave this new engagement, go and investigate, let me know what happens. So the question is, what, what did Shmuel want them to investigate? If they're going to go find out that her first Kedushin wasn't a Kedushin at all, and now we're trying to be Mevatel Akol, in our door, which is Shmuel's place, they were never Mevatel Akol. Mechaira, Taisa says, he's passing in Kefi, his own town, like this is what I would do in my city. Maybe because they were Dafka asking him, what would you do? Even though generally people pass and like the person who's asking, according to, to right, if an Ashkenazi asks a Svarity, he passes Kefi Ashkenazim. So Shmuel should have been passing Kefi Rav. Maybe here they specifically asked him for what he would, what, what, what would you do? What was he asking them to investigate? Find out if the first Kedushin was a perfectly good Kedushin. In which case she doesn't need to get from this Kedushin because this Kedushin is nothing. She was already Mikudeshes. And Lamaise, he is arguing with Rev Huna, who says that if there is a woman who is married in HSH and she accepts another Kedushin from someone else, according to Rev Huna, that's actually a good Kedushin that she would need to get from the second guy. He gets this from uh, Rev Hamruna, who says that if a woman tells her husband, You divorced me! We trust her because uh, we have a chazaka that a woman won't brazenly tell her, the, her husband a lie in front of her face that she was divorced from him. So therefore we're chayshish that, that she was divorced from the first husband and therefore wouldn't need to get from the second husband that she was uh, now mikudashas. Because she wasn't actually an ishishish. But those who argue with Rav Huna's hold that Rav Hamruna is only for this second Kedushin while she's married if she's if the first husband's there and she's doing this in front of his face. But if he's not there, she has no issue being all that brazen and claiming that she was divorced. She actually would. Flag the Gemara, what would happen if you can't actually track down the source of the rumor? So if Huna says, you would have to get a divorce from the first person she was Mekodesh's and marry the second one. But she cannot be Megarish, the second Kedushin, and marry the first. Why? Because people seeing this happen will say, Oh, I see that a woman can get, get a divorce, be Mekudeshes to someone else, and then go remarry, be Machser Gushasai, and that's absolutely not true. Now, over here, she was technically able to do it because she wasn't actually Mekudeshes to the second person. Or rather, she was never Mikudash to the first one. That was only a rumor. It's not actually being Machzer Gusha, so she's just marrying a Gusha. But since it, it looks like that, we don't want to present a case which looks like a Machzer Gusha, so I, albeit from Arison. Rav Shinnabari Davidi says he, she's even allowed to divorce the second one and go back and marry the first one, the rumor one, because people aren't going to. Start learning halachas of Machzur Gushase, they're just going to say, Oh, the Rabbanon looked into the Kedushin and found out that the second Kedushin was a Kedushay Ta'us. So she never did anything she wasn't with anybody before he took back his Grusha. Which in is also not true. He was marrying her for the first time. 
since everything is mutter and no one's gonna start singing something which wasn't mutter, we let it go. What happens if there is a rumor that she was Miss Kadesha's to both of these guys? So now Rav Papa says she can be Megarish, the first husband, the first Mekudesha's one, and marry the second one. But Amemar says she can even marry both. One, pick one. And the Maisa, that is the halacha. She can even be Megarish, the second one, and marry the first one. And if Huna would even be murdered to that, when we have double rumors. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.